Manners for the Digital Age is brought to you by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audiblepodcast.com slash digitalage. Hey, Todd, do you have a spare toothbrush I can use? I left mine at the gym. I'm Emily Yaffe, Slate's Dear Prudence Advice Columnist. I'm Slate's Technology Columnist, Farhad Manju. And this is Manners for the Digital Age. Today we have a few questions from listeners who have encountered awkward digital dilemmas at work and aren't certain how to handle them. Our first letter comes from a woman who doesn't like to share semi-intimate items with colleagues. She writes, Dear Emily and Farhad, Recently a co-worker came into my office and asked if she could borrow my earbuds. I'd never been asked this before, so I hesitated for a moment, but did grab a pair I had in my iPod and handed them to her. She noticed my hesitancy and said, I'll clean them off before I give them back. While I didn't need them at the moment, I still feel weird about someone else using my earbuds. It seems gross, kind of like we're sharing a lollipop or a washcloth. Am I overreacting or was this an unusual request? Signed, wax on, bug off. Farhad, what do you think? Oh, she's not overreacting. This is totally weird and gross. I wouldn't lend my earbuds to someone. And I don't think she should either. Uh, We're in agreement. I'm against the sharing of anything you insert into your body. So we're sitting here with headphones. I don't even like putting the headphones outside my ears. I always put my hair over it because it seems like, you know, a lot of personal germs there. So the thing about manners is when someone's being rude, they approach you with their rude question and you're too polite to say no Mm -hmm. and i think you have to say hey you know what it's just me i just can't share them yeah if she cleans them out it's probably not actually harmful in any way but it's just gross that it's been in your ears and you're gonna want me to wear them after that i agree they're clean they're probably fine but no i don't want you sticking my earbuds in your ears our next letter writer wonders whether it's helpful or annoying to point out a glaring email mistake She writes, Dear Farhad and Emily, A woman recently emailed me about a work matter, and her signature says she is a staff analyst with the word analyst spelled incorrectly. I have not met the woman, but we have now emailed back and forth several times. Should I let her know about her misspelling? I would want to know. Signed, Bad Spellers of the World, Untie. So, Emily, should she let her know about the email signature? Oh, man, I would want someone to tell me if my signature was misspelled. The word analyst in this is spelled A-N-N. So there's a possibility that this woman analyzes ands, but uh, that's probably unlikely. And I think it would be a kind thing to, next time they have an exchange, highlight in yellow the analyst and say, just wanted to point out to you, you probably want to correct that. When I heard this letter, I couldn't stop thinking of the show uh, Arrested Development, where um, the David Cross character was the world's first um, analyst slash therapist. In other words, an analrapist. 
Well, maybe that's what this woman is going for, and she doesn't need to be corrected. <laughs> yeah, I think this is like having something in your teeth. You really want to know, and you really wish that someone would have pointed it out before you, you know, went into a public space. I think if there was like some question that, about whether this was a mistake, you might wonder whether you should go. You tell her, but there's no question here. It's obviously incorrect, and she probably wants to know. And she will be. Very grateful that this woman pointed it out, and it will cement their professional relationship. Yeah, I agree. Our last letter writer is sick of the sound of cell phone games around the office and thinks the pinball wizards need to give it a rest. She writes, "Hello, Farhad and Emily. What is the correct etiquette for cell phone noises? I'm not referring to ringing, annoying as that can be, but the sound of games." My cubicle mate enjoys playing words with friends on her cell phone. Several times a day, I hear the game's telltale pop, 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 pop sound effect, and it's irritating. Similarly, I get allergy shots and am required to stay in the waiting room for half an hour to make sure I don't keel over. A lot of kids also get shots and have to wait. Many of them play handheld games with the volume turned up. What is the proper response in these situations? Signed the games people play. Farhad, what do you think? I think she should deal with it. It's not such a big problem.、Um, there are so many different kinds of noises at work. I think the real problem is the person who's playing this game. That person should stop because you're broadcasting to the whole office that you're not working. But I don't believe that this noise is that annoying that you should get so up in arms about it. Well, maybe. The letter writer can go to the colleague who plays words with friends and say, "Could I borrow your earbuds and <laughs> stick them in my ear to、yeah. block out the sound?" I have two differing opinions on these two situations. We've been through this before. Annoying sounds at work truly do disrupt your. Concentration. There are many studies showing when you pop, pop, pop out of your focus. You not only lose that moment; it's very hard to get back in. You're right. Announcing to the office I'm diddling around is also stupid. But this is an ongoing thing at work, and I think she's perfectly entitled to go in and say, "Can you turn the sound off your cell phone? I and probably everyone else can hear you playing the game, and it's disrupting my concentration." When you're in a doctor's office and there are kids getting their allergy shots, I say, "Suck it up. Put your own earbuds in. Read a book. Whatever. You just have to deal with it." I mean, I agree with you on that second situation. I kind of agree with you on the first one that it could be annoying, but I just think that you're never—it's a never-ending quest to get rid of annoying noises at work. And there are lots of annoying noises that aren't generated by machines. Like I sometimes get annoyed by the sound of other people. Chewing and like you can't stop that. You can't tell people to stop eating or something. Or you know you might have a loud talker on the phone and they're talking for work purposes. So I think there's all kinds of things that people do at work that's annoying. And like maybe you'll get this person to turn off their pop 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 sound, but I bet that's not the end of the annoying sounds. As dear Prudence, one of the most continuous lines of question I get is just over the chewing, humming, farting, burping colleagues. And to some extent, yeah, you got to deal with other human beings, but they have to deal with the fact if they're doing something not work related that's preventing you from doing your work. If everyone eats lunch at their desk, there's a certain time of day 
where maybe you should leave if you don't want to hear the chewing. But if all day long people are not attending to the fact that they have to keep their personal sounds down, I think you're entitled to say something if it's truly affecting your productivity. So my bottom line is in a public setting, forget it. There's nothing you can do. At work, pick your spots, but I think you're entitled to try to get your work done. Um, I agree with you on the public setting. And at work, I think you can tell the person to turn off the game if you want, but you're just going to get annoyed by the next annoying sound that comes along. Send us your questions about shifting etiquette in the online age. Our address is digitalmanners at slate.com. You can also join our Facebook page where we carry on the conversation throughout the week. Go to facebook.com slash digitalmanners. And we'll talk to you next time on Manners for the Digital Age. 